When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo. Are you a boner guy? Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that's never even heard of a guy named Carl. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the man responsible for episode 200 gate. It's Doug from Who's Right? <laughs> Hello, sir. How it's, are you? It's been a little while, Doug. Welcome back to the show, my friend. It is a draining experience, and it took this long to recover. <laughs> It's probably true. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, and link to our Patreon. We just put out a brand new episode yesterday. Croge came over this week, and we talked about Patrick Michael's YouTube show called Breakfast Dessert, and we also covered the whole Call Her Daddy uh, fiasco. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I listened back to it, and I was editing. I was like, holy shit, this is actually a decent episode for once. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Ear Biscuits. We have both listened to the show separately. We have barely discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal. And these two guys chat about nothing. And that's uh, what this I, show is. I am sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can be. say. I... This show, this episode is going to suck, and it's my fault. He's calling his shot. I love it. That's why today will not be a great show. All right. Well, let's start off by setting the scene here. They did a show recently, episode 241, and they're quarantined, so they're both, they're, they usually do a show together, I think, but they were doing it from separate houses, and they decided, since they don't have anything to talk about, that they would take questions from Twitter or as they call them, conversation starters. And then they would just prattle on and on about whatever conversation starter there was. So the first one is, if you had an opportunity to relive a part of your life, would you do it? And nothing you can do would change anything. So there's there's no issues with ruining your future. You just go back and relive a part of your life. Very, very boring question and conversation starter. And these guys right out of the gate, have no idea what to say about it. Now, I, I love questions that don't have consequences. Because, you know, I, I'm sure in the past we've talked about, like, time travel or, like, we definitely talked about points in, in our past that we've experienced. Um, I love that story. <laughs> yeah, so this is like PTSD, man. It's sending me right back into sh show prep where I just started zoning out immediately as soon as you played the clip. Right. They're not prepared to have any of these conversations that they're about to have. They seem to have done no prepping whatsoever. 
you can tell they're just not even ready to have a conversation. Um, do you have something in mind? Because I'm having difficulty narrowing I, it yeah, down. To yeah, I, I do have something. And you, you might think that it would, you know, some of the typical answers that come to mind are things like, well, at the, mo- the very first moment I met my wife. So it's not a conversation starter if you can't even start a conversation from it. You're not accomplishing what you set out to do here. So my uh, takeaway from these guys, it's it's like if Dane Cook had a podcast and didn't steal jokes. <laughs> so you know how Dane Cook tries that wordplay shit to try to make himself sound clever or funny just by saying random bullshit? Yeah. So play play my number thirty five, and instead of saying you know dinner table or whatever, this is this is the type of shit that they do. And by the way, I want to point out you sent over your clips, and the first one was labeled Doug dash zero zero one, and I almost had a heart attack. I'm like, is there gonna be a hundred <laughs> fucking clips again? Thank God. All right, thirty five. Here you go. And I'm Link this week at my round table of dining. Ooh. Fucking douchebags. I hate these fucking guys. Yeah. Oh, they're how, how, they're hateable. How how much do you hate them now? Right right at this moment. Well, I haven't gotten into what I discovered about them as I was doing my research. That's I, where I think that's where I was headed. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I didn't mind them until I found out what why you sent this over as the show that we would review. I had no idea that these guys were popular. And listening to the podcast, I started to realize the first time I listened to it. I was like, oh, these guys are just boring and put on a shitty show that nobody cares about. But then when I saw that they have a YouTube channel with 16.4 million subs called Good Mythical Morning, I went, oh, okay, now I see what's going on here. These guys have gotten to the stage in their career where they think everything they say is interesting and they don't have to put any work into it and they don't give a fuck and they can just put out shitty podcasts. They obviously do not want anyone discovering them through their podcast because anyone who just like picked this up and like, well, what's this all about? What are these guys talking about? Would never listen to it again. You'd have to be some kind of crazy fan of these people to think any of this is possibly interesting. Yeah, so when when you made it through this episode and you started doing your show prep, did at any point did it dawn on you that these guys might be worth $21 million oh, from this bullshit? No, and... After I did my show prep, I realized that these guys are like H3 and a lot of YouTubers who then get into podcasting. Their videos are so highly edited and scripted that then when they just try to have a conversation, they suck at it. And you really start to see what's going on behind the curtain that these guys are not talented. They can't just do a podcast. So I I hate to do this. Normally, I try to save a super cut for later on, but... I, I don't have a whole lot of ammunition because this was just, it was just mindless drivel. Yeah. But this was taken all out of the one, the same episode that we listened to number five. And now if you have to pee now, go ahead. <laughs> like, and I'm like, 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 like 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 like
like like that like 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 how many shows do these guys put out on a daily basis, Doug? Do you know the answer to that? I don't. I don't either, but I do know that they have the Retin Link YouTube channel. They have Ear Biscuits on YouTube. They have Good Mythical Morning. They have uh, More Mythical or something like that. They're putting out videos all day long, every day. They're recording podcasts. Wouldn't they learn how to talk at some point, even just by mistake, figure out yeah, how to broadcast? You you would think so. You I, would I think just, so. As that was playing, I was thinking that would be a good tracker on your subreddit on how many likes per minute or filler words per minute an episode has. This one, there was 208 likes in that episode. Wow. That, that averages to 3.4 likes per minute. That's impressive. Because there's a lot of times when they're at a loss for words and not even saying anything. So the fact that they're working in that many likes. I'm just going to go back real quick to this first hypothetical question. I'm going to wrap this one up. So they're trying to think of something zany or interesting to say because they've struck out miserably. They have no idea what what part of their life they would go back to. So the guy tries to come up with something zany. What if I did this, like Groundhog Day? It, it, there are no consequences. What if I just dropped my pants in the middle of my wedding? Like, wouldn't it be fun to see how everybody would react? That is my biggest knowing... regret, that I didn't drop my <laughs> pants during my wedding ceremony. No, but if there were no consequences, wouldn't you just do something to stir it up? Like, it devolves into childish conversation very quickly. I know what I would do. I would go drop my pants at my wedding. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would steal from the ice cream man. I'd grab a bomb pop. Wouldn't you grab a bomb pop and shove it up your sister's butt? Yeah, there's no consequences. Oh, my God. The second question, Doug, is, this is great. Why is music in the 70s, 80s, and 90s so good? <laughs> yeah. That's the st stupidest question. And the answer is even dumber. Well, first of all, I agree that the 70s and 80s, are good in terms of music. Now, 90s, I've, I feel like you got to be more specific. You got to be more specific with just the 90s. You went 20 years of music, you're like, yep, that's all good. But the 90s, we got to zoom in on that one. Like, what? What are you talking about? There's so much bad music in the 80s, it's laughable. We all know how shitty the 80s was for music. It ruined bands like ZZ Top. That's how bad the 80s was for music. And this guy's like, yep, gotcha. 70s, 80s, amazing. 90s, not so sure. So I, I like their hot take on on hip hop. You know, yes. two of the whitest people on the fucking planet. Play my number six. Okay. I'll, I'll make a tangential statement, which I think might be controversial, or at least people disagree with it. I think that hip hop now is better than it's ever been. How many people that Period. listen to rap say tangential statement? <laughs> It's a good point. Didn't even pick up on that. How do people listen to rap think hip hop is better now than it's ever been? Would be uh, my two question. white guys from North Carolina. So I'm going to say that this is probably a false statement. There's a new song out called uh, Gooba. 
It has uh, 264 million views on YouTube, and it sounds like this. Play me like a dummy, like, bitch, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Stupid, I'm dumb, huh? Yeah, you got some money, but you still fucking ugly. Stupid, listen, when I talk, you better listen. We can make them dance, bachata, slide over, do the cha-cha. Papa, make me go adios. Dimelo, mommy, freca, you nasty, flame up, light it. Not quite the chronic, is it? I, I'll be honest. I, I like that song. It's, I mean, it's no cool mod, but I like yeah, it. <laughs> it's no, it's no cool D. It's not even Curtis Blow in my opinion, but whatever. If that's what the kids are listening to, Th- that's such a fucking weird take. And then this take I thought was even dumber. They're talking about, of course, everyone's talking about the Michael Jordan documentary that's been playing on ESPN. But then when you ask the hypothetical question of well, how would Jordan be if you just took him, literally you took 1995 Michael Jordan, and you just put him on an NBA court now? You know, that's it. He just He's there. And how would he do? And I feel pretty strongly that he would just be sort of a middle-of-the-road player. Are you dumb? Stupid? I'm dumb. Huh? <laughs> What's he talking about? Uh, Jordan would probably ride the bench most of the game if he was playing in today. You know, Jordan in his prime playing in today's NBA. All right, sure. I, I think this is what happens when you just surround yourself with stacks of $100 bills. You have no idea what's going on on the outside. Yeah. Well, also, I kind of breezed over this before, but did you notice that they called the fans of this show Ear Biscuitiers? <sighs> yeah, I, I've also, so the, I think they have several names for them. I think so, too. Uh, so number seven. Okay. If you care about sports and based on the couple of times I've said things about sports on Twitter, uh, I get the impression that the mythical beast, uh, herd is not, not a lot of sports fans, but there are some. Yes. There are so fans. I promise are... you there are no fucking sports fans that listen to these. <laughs> no, they're fucking nerds. <laughs> the mythical beasts are the names of their fans. At the end of the show, Doug, they have fans. They have fans send in their videos, and wearing their T-shirts, their mythical whatever morning T-shirts. Yeah, and they're all excited. These guys sell a lot of shit. They have uh, chia pet dolls with their faces and heads on them. Yeah. So if you go to their store, they've got pomade for your hair and lip balm and fucking uh, perfume. Yeah, they will sell you everything including really shitty footwear. I got some of the loungers that I wear around the house, and then I got the tree dashers that I wear when I dash around my neighborhood. People are like, look at that man in those comfortable shoes that are helping the planet. Nothing that these guys say is interesting or funny, and yet they're described as comedians. Did uh, Did you happen to see the... Did you go to their store? Yeah, I did. Okay, did you see... It says, uh, Rhett and Link's... Mythical brand creates comedy, lifestyle products, and experience experiences for the curious-minded. <laughs> it, 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 fucking people. So the other thing I noticed when I was doing my research on these guys is that when you looked up Rhett McLaughlin, it said musician. And I said, oh, okay. Maybe this guy's like a country star I've never heard of, and that's why they're popular. Because sometimes these guys who are big on YouTube – actually have some type of talent doing something else and then people follow them on YouTube. And I, I'm fine with that. It's when they become famous on YouTube for not being funny or interesting that I am confused by. So I went ahead and looked up. This is, I think, 
their most popular song. This is a song these two guys sing called the Walmart song. And remember, they're trying to be funny. Tell me if you can pick up on a single joke in this song. Unos, dos, tres, four. bikinis yeah do you hear that polka dotted bikinis that's funny right yeah they also did the thing where they they transitioned from mexican to normal oh right uno dos tres four that was hilarious yeah and waiting's never been greater you watch the dvd of gladiator and see russell crow 86 14 dudes on 17 different tvs all at once are you not entertained are you not entertained is this not why you're here like they wrote this song and they're still to shoehorn in the creator's name is theodore as i walk through the door like that's how you say theodore this is fucking stupid why are you shoehorning your own lyrics what pisses me off about listening to this is i i think they even pressed this on vinyl and probably sold a shit ton of copies oh yeah Everything that PJ writes is better than this. <laughs> yes, agreed. If this was my jingles department, I would definitely have some layoffs. I know of no one who looks better in a blue vest. He hands me my card and I'm on my way to get a five-gallon jug of grape Gatorade. Don't play your hate if I'm a pseudicals. He's going to go get grape Gatorade. Don't play your hate. How is that funny in any context? Gotta get beautiful. I pick up a little tool for pushing back my cuticles. I'm dutiful to continue to press on to the close section to try some mess on a suggestion coming from the loudspeakers. Says it's a sale on them Velcro sneakers. Walmart. Walmart. We love it, love it, love it. Walmart. All right, that's enough. I, it goes on. So I think what you should do is get all your listeners to try to cancel Rhett and Link for <laughs> cultural appropriation with the Gatorade player hating thing. They're insinuating that <laughs> only that they are drinking warm Gatorade, which is what black people do, I think. Anyway. I, w- I would never, ever do that. And I will tell you this, Doug. What I noticed is the other questions are about fandom and about blankets on a couch and whether you fold them or not. And then they say this at the end. And this is what I would encourage people who listen to WATP if they want to participate in this guy's show. Uh, hashtag Ear Biscuits. Let us know what you think about these topics. If that's blankets or reliving a, uh, a point in, in your life or all the stuff we said about music. Let us have it. We'll speak at you next week. So you can tweet at them with the hashtag <laughs> and let them know what you think about those topics. Okay, well, I, I've got two supercuts I don't want to miss oh, yeah. before we go. Let's do it. All right. So the the folding of the blankets thing. Yeah. They they have this way about them where they, I think they think it's funny if you just repeat the same word over and over, like as many times as you can in the conversation. Isn't that funny? That's not funny? I think they're just smarter than me. No, my, okay. my number two is the uh, about beds. When your wife goes out of town, 
and you're at home alone. Do you make the bed? And why? Bed. <laughs> child's a, bed. Child's bed. It is a white bed that has drawers that on one side of it. <laughs> this bed is a child's bed. It's a single bed. It's an Ikea bed. We could use a bed. That is the bed that it barely fit that single bed. <laughs> I slept in a single bed until I got married. I slept in a single so bed. You, bed in right, a room. But like a bed, a child's bed. A bed. I mean, we don't need a bed. 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 Well, it, not bed. 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 Beds. Yeah. Bed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was such a boring conversation. At one point, he asked, hey, man, do you even uh, make your bed? Listen to this shit-tart answer. I would gladly make the bed if it was like Jetson's time, and we figured out a way to just do it efficiently and cleanly. But I get mad at the antiquated nature of it, and it just makes me think, I'm above this. I'll just come back to this tonight, and I'll work my way into it, and it'll be fine. We're talking about blankets, though. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. These guys don't have a single hot take about any topic that they're talking about. And I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that, you know, they just became wildly popular on YouTube. Yep. So they assume that everything that they say is interesting. So they can just have a conversation and people are going to gobble that shit up. Before I did the research and found out that they were big YouTube celebrities and making tons of money, I wrote down two phrases. I wrote down needlessly boring and utterly meaningless. And that's how I would sum up this show. <laughs> it's like boring for no reason. There's no reason to be this boring. This is the guy's hot take on music. It, 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 there's, there's a lot of good music. There's also a lot of bad music because there's so much opportunity. Did you get that, Doug? There's a lot of good music and there's a lot of bad music. This is another example of the guy just saying nothing but using so many words to do it. But there are still people who are making amazing music using those tools. And there's, there's a lot more opportunity for true artists to, to come out of the woodwork. And I, th and I think that they're, you know, I, I think it, but I, I, we're so close to it. You know, I think time, t time will tell. You take forever to say nothing. What the fuck was that? I, I think the guy forgot that he was talking. And then he's like, oh shit, am I the one talking? Uh, and then time will tell. And uh, I don't know. You ever, it, it reminds me of like if you're sitting in a job interview and they ask you a question you're not prepared for. Yes. And your, your mouth starts talking before your brain has time to fire up. Yep. That's what this entire show is. They're so ill-prepared. And then there's one point in the show that I found fascinating because these guys have been this duo for a very long time. They've put out tons of videos and millions and millions of views. The one thing they should be able to do is have a decent rapport and back and forth. Listen to how much they talk over each other. I did not edit this. This is how the show came out. They well, want to connect to us. We, we, they connect know, to we what we create. Whole, they connect to who we are. And I started to, I started to understand that for the first time. About this. No, yeah, if somebody likes what you the like, then you like yeah. them. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. <laughs> That's correct, Bonnie. Surprisingly bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've only got 
I think, okay, I have two clips from them. One is right out of the gate uh, with, with being a $50 billion machine that they are. Uh, they're number one. I thought it kind of set everything up for me. I, uh, I came in here because I thought there might be better acoustics. I, I have no interest in testing it out before I put it out to my millions of fucking listeners. He's in a big, empty room. It sounds like shit. I mean, you've heard how much it's echoing all over the place. They're using the same microphone that I use, which can't be a good sign. That's that's a really good point. I didn't think about that because I was watching a part of like this TV show that they had or something. And it shows them in their YouTube studio. And then it shows them like walking out of the studio. And there's all these people working on the show. And they have all these producers and camera people. I'm like, holy shit. This is a whole fucking production. But leave it to these assholes that they have to do it on the, on their own. They walk into an empty room with nothing on the walls. And it just echoes all over the place. Great job, dummy. Way to podcast. As they're talking about music, and they make very little sense and zero points, they come back and they go, you know what? We shouldn't have made this a segment. This could have been an entire episode. <laughs> I don't know. I think we, about- about, we, we could have we easily made this into an episode, by the way, and we just made it into one question. So maybe we'll have to come back to well, I, this you subject. Know, oh, yes. Could you please talk more about music? couple of musicians knowing nothing about music. Uh, let's see. 70s and 80s were great. 90s were pretty good. And music today is both good and bad. All right. That sums up their fucking opinions on music. I think that you could ask these guys what the difference is between a, a traditional 12-inch ruler and a yardstick, and they could make it a fucking episode. <laughs> That's a good conversation starter. Oh, boy. What else do you have on uh, on their show here? Uh, last thing is my number four, just a, another example of them using the same word over and over in a in a very short segment. I bought an 11-foot longboard because I'm going to I, – I, I have to do regular surfing, man. I have, to learn, I have to get where I don't have to have the paddle because I want to be able to go to like Malibu and surf without people looking at me like I'm a dork. You're going to ask me to go, and then I'm going to be out there on a paddleboard. Now, you if go, I'm going to go out there, go. I'm going to be that guy with the paddleboard. There's a lot of people with paddleboards. One person's on a paddleboard. paddleboard. You can probably paddleboard the same length as my existing paddleboard. Go on my existing paddleboard. I'll be out there on a paddleboard. Do you think that they think it's funny to repeat the word, or that their vocabulary is quite limited? No, I think that they have a good vocabulary. Okay. No, no, nobody says a tangent, tangential <laughs> statement or whatever the fuck he said. All right, good point. Uh, <laughs> You've got some evidence to back up your uh, your point there. I want to switch gears to their YouTube channel because that's why they're famous. Good Mythical Morning. I've never heard of this. Uh, I noticed that some people in our Discord have. So this is a popular show. Their fans must be the most boring people, and I don't know why, with all of the entertainment options out there, you would choose to watch videos these guys put together. This is a video with over 2 million views, and I'll, I'll play a clip that sets it up here. Okay, so we're going to be traveling back in time, in some instances, all the way back to the 1980s to taste some discontinued snacks, and then we're going to decide if we should bring it back or nah, that's whack. 
Oh my god. <laughs> so this is your typical YouTube video, tons of production, tons of nonsense, quick cuts, quick edits, different camera angles, and they're sitting there with Skittles and bullshit in front of them and opening it up. They have uh, Spice Girl lollipops at one point, and they're tasting this food and then declaring whether they should bring it back or if it's whack. And they don't have any funny banter or interesting comments to make. I'll give you a quick example as they're eating Lay's deep dish pizza flavored potato chips. On one hand, I feel like there needs to be a pizza flavored chip. But on the other hand, Lay's has so many flavors that I'm going to go to before this. Yeah. I don't, I don't, there, there wasn't a, a pizza flavored chip hole in my heart. I agree. So Lay's deep dish pizza chips. Nah, mm. that's whack. Fucking faggots. Dude. Jesus Christ. Dude, this is now this is where I started getting angry because you mentioned the podcast made you angry. I'm like, okay, I get it. They're they don't have to do anything, so they're not. But then when I went to this, I'm like, this is where they're making all their money, two million views on this new video, and this is what they're fucking putting out. I'm like, what what am I doing? I'm putting so much work into shit. I'm trying <laughs> way too hard. I should just be eating a sack and going, oh, that tastes like garbage. It's whack, yo. Actually, Doug, should we do that? Uh, it's not a terrible idea. All right, so they open up a certs, and a certs is those uh, little mints that is a glacial breeze flavor, and this is their joke about that. All right, next up we have certs, classic mints, glacial breeze. Glacial breeze? Ooh, you know how when you're like, you're trudging on a glacier, and just a breeze a picks breeze, up? And you're like, I wish that could be put into a little candy and put it in my mouth. Good one. Even when they edit the shit out of this, they're terrible. So what I'm what I'm uh, picking up on, though, is I'm not hearing any likes. Right. Yeah, good point. It's, a mo it's way more scripted and contained when they do the YouTube show. And this oh, is <laughs> because I'm, they... I'm picturing whoever their editor is listening to their podcast. You're fucking everything up. <laughs> yeah. People are going to know that you guys are idiots. Why are you putting this out? This is once they show that they have certs, they got a million jokes for it. They can't wait to unleash them on us. My dad was a certs man, and I haven't thought about certs in so long. But he would be like, you want a cert? He called him cert if he gave you one. Yeah, like a Tic Tac is one. Yeah. But a cert. Would yeah. you say you want a cert or you want a cert? I would assert that I just want a cert. Would you be hurt if I opened my own cert? This cornball. Uh, it doesn't so, end there. They have one more. You, hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Okay. That, what's funny about that is I could have just said I made a super cut. Yeah. That's just a regular conversation. That is a regular conversation that, for some reason, passes as entertainment on a website that has, I don't know, billions of videos to watch. You could choose from billions of videos, and that is what people are looking at. Final search joke. It's certifiably delicious. <laughs> Boo! Be more funny! The only thing that they said, which I should have worked into our conversation earlier that I agreed with, was this. I can't come up with a good reason that this needs to be in anyone's life. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, I was so blown away by this, and Doug reached out to me. He goes, I'm sorry about this show. There's not a lot that we can clip from it, and I know what you mean. It's just such a rambling, boring conversation. So, thankfully, I didn't put too much time 
into looking into the show. It it's not for me. It's for boring housewives, people who I don't I don't know, man. I don't know who would listen to this or watch these guys. Somebody is. I don't know. Yeah. So what I felt like when I was trying to clip parts for this was if you want to capture this one thing, you have to do the setup. And the setup is always 10 minutes long. Right. It, it, that That is the problem. All right. Well, I'm ready to I'm ready to change gears, Doug. All right. Let's change them. All right. There's a lot of different uh, directions we can go. We'll do a little segue, though. Our buddy producer Chris put together a new song for us uh, called Liars Club. Let's check it out. Good for Joe Rogan. It's a lie. I don't know anyone named Carl. It's a lie. I was the one. He's lying. It doesn't make any fucking sense. people that are steady dedicated to every single episode well guess what you're doing just fine doug speaking of lying i listened to opie's new latest episode which is a youtube live episode that he likes to do where he's just chatting with the folks on YouTube and listen to the lies that come out in this when he's explaining why he wears a mask. Now, if you wear a mask, it's political. How, how did we get here? No, I'm wearing a mask so I don't give my family the coronavirus or, or my friends or my coworkers. <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I hate this guy. <laughs> You're unemployed and you have no friends. <laughs> All right. I don't have a ton on this episode because it was really, Opie is just grasping at straws. He's got nothing to talk about. And it's very similar to what Stuttering John's been doing, just repeating himself because he's putting out too much content. This is the problem when you don't have a show format is it's very difficult to continue to be interesting when you're just talking about fucking random shit that's in your head. That shit that's in your head has already come out. We we know. We got it. Uh, Opie does say this, though. I pray there are more people out there like me. Well, bad news, Opie. I think our prayers are canceling each other out. So don't don't bother doing that. This is this is an example right here is what I'm talking about. When I say, I don't know why you wouldn't put a little bit of work into your show. Give us some production value so that it's interesting for people. Most podcasts at this point would not just talk about something that was funny, but would actually play it. And then yesterday, Biden is doing an interview, and it, it sounded like he had an old man fart. You guys should search out that video. I'll try to post it on my Twitter, but sure sounded like he had a real wet old manny fart. And they're trying to figure if it, if it was him or the other guy, but I'm like, no, man, that was Joe Biden farting, and he needs to check his pants. Oh, good one. It's a shark joke. How lazy. <laughs> 
how lazy do you have to be to say, oh, I saw this video. It was really funny. You should check it out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tweet it later. Oddly enough, I can answer that question. <laughs> you know, you know how lazy you have to be to do that? Fuck. Opie, because he, he's not funny and he doesn't have anything interesting or compelling to say, will do these voices. And I finally picked up on something. And I'll tell you what it is after this, but I think when he does this over-the-top voice, he's actually doing an impression of someone who's been on his show many times and is actually funny. They're going to make our, our lives that much better. Oh, they'll make it a, a bit better. They'll make it better by a smidge. My life is better by a smidge because Trump's in office. And then let's say Biden's in office. Oh, my life is better by a smidge. <laughs> Even that laugh afterwards. Did you pick up on who he's doing right there? No, my I know my guess is way off base. So, oh, it's Bill Burr, and it's it's over the top. But Bill Burr will do that voice, and but he's saying funny things along with it, so it works. Opie's just rambling with nonsense. And doing that over-the-top voice and then giggling at himself, it's embarrassing, Ope. We've heard Bill Burr on your show before. But in that, he's making this crazy political statement where he says, I don't like Biden or Trump. <gasps> you don't say. Wow. What a crazy, crazy thing to think. And he goes on to explain that that's just him because he's a free thinker. You don't even have to agree with me. I'm just doing some of that free thinking. Remember, he said Joe Rogan wouldn't have him on his podcast because he's a free thinker. And I was like, what does he mean by that? And I guess what he means by that is that he thinks both of the people that we are able to elect as our next president are terrible, which I'm pretty sure almost everyone agrees with. That's I, not a hot I take. Any, anybody that out loud claims to be a free thinker is a fucking retard. Yes, I, right. Yeah. Nobody sits around and just goes, yeah, I just repeat what CNN tells me, or I just repeat what Fox News tells me. Everyone who does that goes, I'm a free thinker, man. Just so happens Chris Cuomo makes a lot of good points every single night. Uh, this is funny. It's very surprising that he interacts with people on his show, just like Suttering John, because he's so insecure about everything that when people make comments, he lashes out. And somebody says that his voice is cracking and listen to him lose his mind about it. Why is your voice cracking? Uh, I don't know. Because I'm leaning way back in this chair. And I'm actually not used to doing this on a regular basis anymore. So, I don't know. Uh, I, could, I could get a sip of water for you if that helps. Sorry, my voice is cracking. <clears throat> How's that? I cleared my throat. I'm sitting up properly. All right, calm down, Opie. How many excuses did he have to make there just because somebody put a fucking stupid comment on the YouTube? <laughs> how insecure is he at this point? So do you have any idea how much he's making now or or if he's making anything? Yeah, he makes $0 a week, Doug. <laughs> he makes $0. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's a shame. He's putting out the same content as our bo our boys, uh, what are their names? Rhett and Link? Or... Rhett and know. Link, yes. Yeah. He's putting out the same content, making way less money. You know what I think Opie's problem is, is he hasn't named his audience yet. Oh, yeah. They got to be like the Opsters or something. The, the Nopesters. 
All right, that's all I have for for Opie. You know what? Fuck it. I'll play one last clip. I hate the the. I, I think Dick Masterson said this recently. The lamest take you can have is to say, you know, there's no way they can make Blazing Saddles today. That movie could not get made today. Like, yes, I, I, I do. I do know that it's it's not a it's not an interesting thing to say. Yeah, I know. Blazing Saddles couldn't be made today. You're you're 100 right, which is too bad. That movie was really really funny. Great. I mean, this is the kind of content that we're talking about that Opie is putting out now. He's reading comments and going, yeah, you know what? That is a funny movie. But, yeah, it's it's a little too spicy for today's norms. Like, okay. You know, These conversations Carl, that, have been said they, already. They, they couldn't put out Archie Bunker today. It just yeah. wouldn't work in this environment. It wouldn't work in this environment. It's just so offensive, Doug. Just people are, people are just too sensitive now. To that type Which of is a shame. It's, it's a shame. shame because it was really funny. It was really funny. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame. All right, Doug, I see you got a ton of clips here on the board. So I do have some Stuttering John stuff to get to. But before that, I want to see what you've brought to the table today. Uh, so I've got a, a new Todd segment or a new Todd episode. Okay. Where he reviewed Back to the Future 2 with his fiance. Oh, good. All right. So you just want to jump into that then? Let's jump into that. Let me um, Let me see if I have something that helps us jump into that a little bit. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. All right, Patrick Michael did a podcast. Now this isn't chewed gum. It's like it's like real chewed or something like that. I don't even know the name. Yeah, I, it's hard It's hard to tell because people will send me links to shit. I have no idea what I'm listening to. I don't think he knows what he's doing. But I, I haven't heard this, but I did hear that he did a review with Carly. And I Carly's just a dynamic personality, so I'm very excited when he has her on the show. Oh, she is dynamic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I thought was interesting was uh, a couple people, podcast hitman, a couple other people, sent me some pictures of her. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw I saw that. Actually, Jody B made a pretty funny Photoshop that's in our uh, our Seamus Watch channel. It explains a lot of what's going on in that house. It does. <laughs> All right. Um, so play my number eight, and I want you to tell me why I clipped it. Okay. Back to the Future 2. Okay, this is part two of the Back to the Future series. We're still in it. We're still doing it. And that was a long time in between, right? Yeah, I feel like we've we watched the second one three fucking times. We can never get enough time. Oh, uh, he's pissed. Okay. I know exactly what happened. He goes, Carly, we got to do the show. We already did Back to the Future review. Now we got to do Back to the Future 2. And they would watch it. And then she, oh, I got to go to work. Sorry. I'm tired. I've been working all day. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. and do a show with you. Sorry. So then, he's, then by the time it was time to do it again, she's like, I don't even remember it. Can we watch it again? So I watch it again. Then she doesn't have time to podcast. So he's pissed. He's like, what the fuck, Carly? Are we finally going to do this fucking review? People are clamoring for it. We got to get this out. Is that why you clipped it? Yeah, that and, <laughs> and her comment at the end that we, we can never get enough time. Yeah. And I'm sure, that, I'm sure what she was thinking was because you're always in that fucking closet talking to yourself. Right. Well, this is... This whole thing, this clip right here, opened my eyes. Bro, noon? Get the fuck out of here. When he mentioned that he doesn't get up by noon to do the dick show, 
I went, oh, okay. I know he podcasts between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., but I just assumed he didn't sleep a lot. I didn't realize that he goes to bed at 6 a.m. and then sleeps throughout the entire day. That's insane. So if that's the accurate that he he podcasts between 3 and 6 a.m. in the, in his bedroom closet, yeah. I assume that Carly's trying to sleep on the bed to get ready for work. Yes. You can tell that he's sometimes whispering on his shows. He probably gets yelled at quite a bit. So the, the interesting thing about this episode was I started clipping the baby crying, you know, because that's what you do. Yeah, that's fun. But it's so much of it that I, I just gave up on it. I've I've got three of them, but so number nine is the right out of the gate. Either this one or the third one. That's why I'm waiting for the third one. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say this about this one first. This is uh the the basic synopsis of this film is simply that. Oh, it's so sad. Like both of that kid's parents are totally ignoring him. It, it gets worse. I I know that he's known for not editing. We'll we'll get to that. Play play my number ten. There's a lot of time traveling, I feel. They're going to a lot of locations. It's hard to keep track exactly where they are in the sense like there's a lot of stuff. All right, so I, one thing I picked up on was it, it seemed like this episode was edited. There, okay. were, there were some cuts where there, you wouldn't have thought there, would, there should be, and there was some audio that was muted. And I'm assuming that the kid was crying underneath him, and he, and he went in and tried muting that audio or, or lowering the volume. Smart. My my number thirty my number thirty six. It starts out really loud. Don't adjust it. it. It's only a second. But I brought the volume up as loud as I could, and I swear to God that it sounds like that kid is being murdered in the background. Okay. Before I play this, I know that wasn't what I was supposed to be listening to, but I just heard Patrick Michael say that Back to the Future Two is confusing. You don't know where they are in time, and I have to disagree with that. There's there's three time places that they're in: the 2015, 1985, 1955. Very easy to follow. Look at the cards. There's some clues you can pick up on. See how they're dressed. There's some clues. Holy shit! What an idiot! All right. All of the other ones. So you, wow, this is why he's usually playing music beds underneath his podcast so that you do not hear kids screaming bloody murder in the background, but I'm guessing because Carly has the personality of a slug that he can't put music on or you wouldn't be able to hear her at all. No, I, I assume that he didn't put music on because that dumb bitch would just sit there bopping her head like, Ooh, this is a good song. <laughs> I like when you put this one on. Yeah. I like this free Spotify music. This is great. And so I, I normally don't feel comfortable bad-mouthing people that I've never met. Me <laughs> <Maybe I do. laughs> neither. I hate it. But I feel comfortable in calling her a dumb bitch, only in that she's staying with this fucking tool. She's procreating and, with this guy. Yeah. So I want to I want to jump to that. So in their conversation, they're talking about Back to the Future and what happens when. Michael J. Fox runs into Michael J. Fox and Doc runs into Doc and Doc doesn't talk to Doc because that's one of the rules. Yep. And he asked her what she would do if she time traveled and ran into herself. Number 17. Okay. I can't wait for this. If you saw, if you ran into yourself knowing that that was the plan or eventually you would cross paths, would you give yourself advice or say anything to yourself? Yeah. That's probably all I'd want to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, don't do this. Don't do, you know? Yeah. 
You know what she's talking about, right? I know exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> I would tell her, like, hey, make sure he's got a condom on. And, hey, you can always leave, uh, never come back from work. And, wow, that's no, funny. Don't go to that basement party because that drummer's going to end up putting his dick in you and getting you pregnant. <laughs> Dude, have you heard our bonus episode yet, by any chance? No. So, no. we he put out a podcast where he plays some of his music, where he's playing drums and his buddy Luke's playing guitar. And Crozier and I got the chance to finally listen to his uh, drumming skills. It is quite surprising. Surprising as in he has a lot of talent or surprising as he just beats the shit out of him? Surprising in that he's a 30-year-old man who plays like he's 12 and he's never seen a drum kit before. You won't believe how bad he is at drums, Doug. I guarantee you're better at drums than this guy is. And he talks about it a lot. It's shockingly bad. Is it just like the monkey with the cymbals? Just clang, clang, clang? Pretty much. It's unbelievable. And he can't keep a beat. He can't keep time. He at one point tries to do a fill and just like misses the time. It's so funny. And he put it out there on his own show. Like, hey, this is me and my buddy. We're just jamming. It's not a song. We're just jamming. Oh, my God. It's insane. Anyway. All right. So uh, in this one, the, the dumb fuck duo that's they're, they're dissecting the plot holes of Back to the Future 2, mm-hmm. uh, number 11. Oh, I can't wait to hear their hot take on this. And it's a little weird that even amongst this timeline that they don't eventually run into themselves doing the exact same thing again. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, you would think that there's a good possibility of that actually taking place. But it never does, does it? Right. They have done the the research that's needed yeah. to dissect the space-time continuum and how it doesn't make sense <laughs> in the realm of Back to the Future. Yeah, you're just going to have to go along with it for the sake of a fun time travel movie. There's a few questions that need to be answered, but we're just going to let it go. So I think the way that this sounds is they both watched the movie, let's say, five, six years ago, uh-huh. and he took and he took some notes when he was watching the movie. She didn't take any notes. Yeah. That, that, that's what it comes off at because all he's talking about is what he wrote down in his notes, not anything about the dramatic experiences that, that happened in this movie that changed his outlook in life or anything like that. <laughs> and she, a lot of her responses are either, oh, really, or wow. <laughs> she does not want to be there. But, but as soon as he goes off script... You can tell that it's like he has no idea what he's talking about, almost as if he hasn't seen the movie. He's only got the notes in front of him. Interesting. Okay. So I got a note here. I got a note here that you can tell the exact moment when his dial-up internet finally loaded up IMDb, number 12. Okay. Okay, so the the original Jennifer was actually Claudia Wells, who I think has went on to do some other things. Um, she was in – she played Jennifer in, like, the cartoon versions – um other than that she's not really okay i guess she hasn't done that many great things uh the mentalist (laughs) his internet connection is so bad Uh, (laughs) there's so much evidence of this yeah she's she's been in a lot of things you you know her from uh no wait this just in she hasn't been in anything else (laughs) i've never heard of any of these things all right never mind that's amazing this is a an example of him blowing her mind with his uh his comparison of the Back to the Future CGI. By the way, I can't 13. remember. I can't remember which episode I was listening to, but 
and I don't know if I played it on the show, but I was listening to Patrick talk about how he used to do a podcast with other co-hosts and they decided they were going to do a movie review podcast because they liked watching movies together. And he goes, we're watching the movie and I'm the only one taking notes. And then we do the show and no one has anything to say. So that's why I stopped doing the show with them. And it's funny. I don't know if you heard him say that, but it's funny that you picked up on this, that this guy has to be reading something. He doesn't have a thought in his head. He has to be reading something in order to broadcast any information. And neither his fiance nor any of his friends can just have a conversation about something that they've experienced. They don't know what to say. All right, I'm sorry. What were, you, what were we talking about? <laughs> he's not surrounded by anyone in his life who's interesting to the point where he's like, fuck it, I'm boring, but I'll podcast by myself. It's better than being with you people. Do you, do you have a running total yet as to how many different podcasts he has or has had? I don't. It's got to be 30 by now. At least. Yeah, I, I, I know Jody from Po' Boys is sending me he anytime I come on here, I'm like, hey, do you got any new Todd stuff? So I can, <laughs> you know, because and it's just like boom, boom, boom. He, he and they're all new from the last time I was on here. It's unbelievable. He just keeps starting up new shows, and each one is harder to find than the last one. When I'm trying to find these shows, I can't I don't even know where they are. They do not get indexed by Google, which is weird because Google indexed every other website in the world, except for anything that Todd does. Google has no idea it's there. You can't find his YouTube channel. You can't find anything he does on the internet. That That's the beauty of this whole situation is he puts out 30 podcasts, 15 YouTube channels, doing yeah. reactions. And as soon as he gets any interaction from somebody, he's like, well, these guys obviously are fucking trolling me, so I'm out. Yep. And he shuts everything down and makes a new one. <laughs> it's the opposite of how you start. All right. I don't have to explain this again. No, I'm repeating myself. It's so myself. interesting, though. It's, it's fascinating. When he went on that rant, and I listened to, at this point, at least 68 minutes of him talking about why he would never go on the Dick Show and why he won't go on anybody's show, and he wouldn't even go on Joe Rogan's show. He doesn't want people to discover his podcast. He doesn't want anybody listening to it. He doesn't need people listening to his podcast. He just wants five listeners. I'm like, dude, you're fucking crazy. There is nobody else like Patrick Michael in the world. He's amazing. Yeah. I, all right. So, um, Sorry, I, I, I cut got, you off. I got, what, what I were got you? four more, from, four okay. more from that episode. If you let's, want to go through them, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So number thirteen was the uh, CGI conversation. Oh, perfect. Yes. Thank you. Four years because the CGI in this movie is still very much like PlayStation graphics. Oh wow. You know when you look at the way the car yeah. flying and shit. Um, <laughs> I think she, I think right. she is right. a it's Down syndrome enough. soundboard. Yes. I think you're right. You know, she she's probably just sitting there filing her nails or whatever, and he'll talk, and every once in a while, oh, wow. She's probably shitting her diaper. She sounds like uh, <laughs> Wendy the Retard. <laughs> Did you like Back to the Future? Yes. Do you want to watch it again? Yes. All right. Do you want me to untie you? <laughs> Uh, so this is an example of how stupid she is. They're talking about things in Back to the Future, uh, part two that were supposed to be around in 2015 that haven't showed up yet. Flying cars, all that nonsense. Yeah. Uh, number 14. And look at us. Not one of those things has happened. Yeah. We certainly, I mean, there's, they, there's those, uh, hoverboard things though. That's true. They, they did try to make something that's... S- Sort of like a hoverboard. Yeah. 
what is she talking about? That we don't have hoverboards. <laughs> so the fuck that, is she talking they, about? So you know the things that we call hoverboards now, which is the motorized platform with two wheels with the wheels on it that touch the ground yes i'm aware that they're called hoverboards they're not hoverboards they don't hover. I, yeah she 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 at the tail end of that she's defending her stance that they are in fact hoverboards because that's what the company called them give it to patrick michael for yes ending that though i would have just been like what the fuck are you talking about bitch i remember that movie came out Every single one of my friends is like, you know that that actually exists and they're keeping it from us. There's like this big conspiracy theory that was going around. You know that we should be having those hoverboards. The government's keeping it from us. I was like, I don't think so. Anti-gravity technology seems like it's pretty far away at this point. That's fucking funny. Oh, number 15 is, I guess, I, I don't remember the movie, but Biff is wearing his pants inside out in the future, I guess. Yeah, they, they like pull their... Um, Oh, yeah, I guess it is inside out because he pulls his pockets out to make it seem like he fits in. Another yeah, thing that number... hasn't happened in 2015 or even in 2020 is the idea that kids are wearing their pants on the outside like with the pockets out. I think I'm going to start doing that. Right? Just dare to be different. Wear your pockets on the outside. You would get made fun of. Who's going to say anything? I'm a grown-up. <laughs> Girl, because you would get made fun of. Yup! <laughs> That's amazing. So, what what I think is interesting about that is he, he I know he is hyper aware that anything that he says is going to get picked up, yep. filtered to, through you, and then thousands of people are going to laugh at him for how fucking retarded he is. I know. How could he not be aware of that? Uh, and the last thing, again, just to prove how fucking retarded he is, is their conversation. So, do you do you have any smart features in your house? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so can you walk into a room and say? Alexa, turn on the lights. I don't have or something that, but, similar. But yeah, something similar to that, sure. Okay, so play number 16. When one of the family members comes into that house, they just say, lights on. And sure enough, what happens? The lights, Fucking lights come on. on. Yeah. It's not like you could get the Wi-Fi bulbs today, which is kind of similar, but imagine just saying it. It's the exact same thing. It's literal. That's literally what we have now. Voice command is it's in my car. It's everywhere. Everything's voice command now. Not in the trailer park. Holy shit. Did they point out the one thing about Back to the Future 2 that still I think is the funniest thing? They thought in 2015, not that you'd have TVs and screens everywhere, which is what it actually turned into, but that there'd be fax machines in every room of your house when he gets fired. I don't know if you're familiar with this movie, Doc, but when he gets fired, your fired comes out of fax machines in the bathroom, in the living room, in the kitchen. It's just like pouring out everywhere around the house. Who would fucking need that many fax machines? It's so stupid. Well, they missed the mark on that they one. Missed they missed the mark. The, they got the hoverboards right. <laughs> They're like, paper's going to be a big thing in 2015. Everyone's going to want to print everything out. Oh, shit. Xerox is going to be the biggest company in the world. Fucking dubbies. All right, cool. Well, that was fun. I'm glad that you brought that. I wish I would have heard more Carly. I want to hear what she has to say. I'm very interested in her take on things. I think that was every time that she spoke in the episode. <laughs> I believe it. Maybe we'll create our own Carly soundboard, and I'll do a show with Carly. I'm in. I, I want to hear that. <laughs> that would be fun, right? We'll, we'll play uh, Patrick Michael Kless and be like, man, this guy's a dipshit. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you're right oh wow all right 
I wonder, I bet she has said something similar to, can we buy four hoverboards so we can move our house across the trailer park? <laughs> All right, if you're done with Patrick Michael, then I want to get into our next segment here. Stuttering John Melendez, his show has devolved into political talk, nonsense with guests who don't even know who he is. Somebody tweeted thanking him for being on the show, and they wrote uh, Royce Melendez. So I guess Royce is probably setting him up with these guests because he's just getting like people who are running for office, like Democrats who are running for office in L.A. and shit. So they don't even know who Stuttering John is, nor should they. And John's show is just a shit show, obviously. He put out an episode where he's talking to Jackie Martling. And now, if you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about how he said on his show out loud that Jackie had a seizure. And that he didn't think that that was a bad thing to say. That it's fine that he gives out personal health information about somebody on the internet. In fact, he's mad at Jackie for not being happy about it. So this is uh, Jackie is pissed. And he goes, how dare you tell Stuttering John about my seizure? You know, uh, he's talking about Steve Grillo. So Steve Grillo told Stuttering John about the seizure because I guess Jackie told Grillo. All right, you following this? This is so stupid, by the way. This is the dumbest thing I've ever talked about on the show. And he goes, <laughs> how dare you tell Stuttering John about my seizure? You know, uh, you weren't supposed to tell anybody. And now I'm getting all of his minions talking crap to me on Twitter. Okay, now let's analyze this. And then he goes, I'm never going to talk to you again. Or I'm never going to tell you anything again. All right, well, those are two different things. So, <laughs> for some reason, John thinks that he has minions on Twitter who are all fucking with Jackie. Which sounds implausible to me. But what I love about Suttering John is that he's pissed at Jackie because Jackie is angry with Grillo for telling John. And he's angry at John for telling the world and I don't think he cares about Royce very much either because I don't think he has a relationship with Royce. But John explains, this is not about him. I don't think everything's about me. This is not about me. This is about Jackie not responding to me. Royce sent him a text. Jackie didn't respond. And Steve sent him a text. Jackie didn't respond. Because it was about Jackie's seizure. He's so fucking stupid. John, it's about the fact that you told the entire world that Jackie had a seizure. He didn't want that information to get out. Why are you mad at Jackie? And then he starts to give Jackie life advice. We are texting Jackie about his seizure because we care about Jackie. But Jackie pushes people that love him away. It's the story of his life. I don't think that John should be handing out advice on how to live your life. This guy's not doing great. I don't know if you've noticed that. But now that he's divorced, living by himself, and nobody from the current Stern show will talk to him. He was trying to talk to, uh, what's his name? The comedian that's on the show. I'm losing it. Anyway, 
He's he's embarrassed himself many times trying to get in touch with people who are on the Stern show who want nothing to do with him. Surely is what I'm thinking of. Who will not oh. talk to him at all. And he's sitting there going, you know what Jackie's problem is, is that, you know, he's just, he's pushing people away. He even goes on to say this. But Jackie, man, you just constantly love to burn bridges. The pot calling the kettle black is not something that we should do. This is all John does is burn bridges. This is this conversation is about how we burned a bridge with Jackie by putting out this information. And he's saying oh, that Jackie's the one burning bridges. So I've I've left my share of of jobs, some because I wanted to leave and some because they didn't want me there anymore. Yeah. There was there was one place that I worked where there might have been a physical altercation between me and the owner. When even now, if I was to call somebody that works there, they would talk to me. Right. The majority of people would still talk to me. I have never worked someplace where everybody that works there refuses to talk to me. Yeah. And then <laughs> to, to, to roll that around in your head and to think everybody else that works there is an asshole. Right. <laughs> well, this is great, too. And you can tell that John is doing everything he can to lie to himself because as he's saying that Jackie's pushed everyone who loves him away and this is the story of his life. He begins to list the people that he's still friends with from high school. I have almost every friend that I have had since high school. Since 1979, I'm aging myself. Still the same friends. Jigs, Jerry, Johnny K., Joey C. And this goes on and on. Could you imagine, Doug, in a conversation with anyone, explaining how you still have friends that you used to know a long time ago, let alone here's, on a podcast? Here's how it would go. I haven't grown as a person since high school. Right. I still relate to the people that I related to when my hair was growing out of my ball sack. <laughs> and he says 1979. I thought he was 47. How does that work out? fucking idiot but that's unbelievable to me that this guy is explaining how people I, I like did, me I, I have friends I, I do have to follow something up though yeah i i think everybody that i went to high school with is an asshole <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so this is more of him uh blaming jackie and saying this is all jackie's fault that jackie's mad at them steve grillo is a good guy and for you to get mad at steve for telling somebody who Steve knows that I care about you and Steve cares about you. And for you to get mad at him because my minions are giving you crap. All right. So I'm just going to throw it out there. John claims to have fans. And I think using the term minions implies there's a lot of them, right? I, I, I would take minions as an insult. You're, 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 saying, <laughs> yeah. you're saying that the people that will just follow your direction because you say so, they don't have a mind of their own. Correct. Correct. And that's how John, th he thinks that he's the Pied Piper and he's leading these people. So I'm going to put it out there. If you are a legitimate stuttering John fan, like legitimately you enjoy his show, you watch it on purpose. I will have you on this show. I want to talk to you. Come on, WATP, reach out to me. Let's figure this out. I got to know what would attract someone to the Stuttering John show. It is unwatchable. So please let me know if you're a fan. We'll get you on the show as soon as possible. Um, oh, and then John does not learn his lesson at all. 
after he's exposed Jackie and told everybody that he had a seizure, and Jackie's a very old man, I'm sure to get work and things like that, he doesn't want people to think he has health problems. I mean, he could be affecting him professionally by putting information like that out there. And then he goes on to talk about Grillo and behind-the-scenes shit with Grillo. I talked to Steve about it at length. And, it, like, Steve's hurt by it. He's upset by it. And he should be. Because Steve's a good guy. He's not looking for any problem from you. And, Steve, please don't be mad at me for exposing this guy. But it's just crazy for him. <laughs> it's like, Joe, Joe, what are you doing? Why are you having this conversation on your show? If you need to patch things up between Grillo and Jackie, then just call them. What are you doing? Doug, I know you're out there looking for work, and you shouldn't be mad at me. Everybody needs to know that you got the diabetes now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Such a fucking idiot. So the best thing that's happened on the Stuttering John show recently is that, you know, he's got the the chat that's going because he wants to make money on the super chat that goes out on there. Some guy went in there and just wrote the N-word over and over again, and (laughs) and it just threw off the entire show. It's so funny. I'm going to have to, you know, of course, guy gets in with the N-word, which is just, you know, I, I, you know, I don't understand, like, his motivation other than he's just trying to, you know, to ruin the show yep. by being um, a racist. Yep. I think that's the motivation. I don't think he's a racist. I think he's trying to ruin your show. But I, I think he succeeded too. <laughs> he, he definitely did. Because Senator John's like, all right, I got to shut down the chat. You can just send your donations to PayPal now. Because <laughs> that's I don't know how much money he's possibly making by taking these questions that are, you know, people are paying two or four bucks for. But then he says he wants to clear something up, Doug, just so we're all aware. It's inappropriate. And, you know, I, I'm not into it. I'm not into the N-word. Oh, so Suttering John does not agree with using the N-word a million times in a row. Okay, that's good to know. I wasn't sure where he stood on that. Another hot take. (laughs) Unbelievable. God, these guys get flustered so easy. He could just lean into all of this and it would go away. It's so fucking funny. Opie and John, they they get so flustered by one person they're fucking with them. I'm just embracing it. It would be so boring for people if, if these guys just... Imp- I don't want to tell them what they do. <laughs> They're so stupid. I think, I think you might be wasting your breath. I think I might be wasting my time explaining how to do this. Um, I wanted to go back. Back in June of 2018, Kevin and I reviewed the Stuttering John's podcast. That's when we first started talking about Stuttering John on WATP. It's a brilliant episode, by the way, if I do say so myself. I went back because I remember him saying he had all of these things in the works. And I'm going to be doing all this stuff. And this is what he said on that show back then. He was going to, at the time, it was him and Royce doing a show together from Royce's studio. But he was going to bring in a news person, have various segments. He was going to turn it into like a radio show like Howard Stern. Uh, I might have news. And, well, it looks, well, I don't want to, well, whatever. If that happens, it happens. I might have like a, uh, some, uh, a radio type show uh an internet radio show coming out very soon in like four weeks so i guess this is the preamble towards that he also talked about i don't remember what episode it was from but we reviewed a show where he's like i'm gonna do this new show where i confront celebrities like i used to do back in the day we're gonna get the writers from the tonight show and we're just he's talked about so many things he's gonna do and the reason why i bring this up is because look at what he has become He's a sweaty mess on his YouTube channel, 
putting on shows where people are putting the N-word in over and over again on his chat, and he can't handle it. It has fallen further than I would have thought it could have possibly have fallen for him. And I've never smiled more on a podcast than I am right now. <laughs> I was, when I was trying to get ready for today's show, I went on his YouTube channel and, and looked at one of the last couple episodes. And that's, it's just what he should do. There's got to be a fetishist or a fetish out there for just watching fat men sweat. If, if, if he was to market himself to that, he could probably make some money. <laughs> Dude, if that was a real thing, you'd be making money. Anthony would be making money. We'd all be making money. That can't be a thing. Oh, sorry. I, was, I wasn't prepared for shrapnel on my own joke. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make a fat guy joke. I didn't know that was going to come back to me. <laughs> that's all I got for Stuttering John this week. I think that's plenty. I had, um, oh, let me, let me hit this real quick. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. So our buddy Andy sent me a cringe of the week because he's a fan of the Tinfoil Hat podcast with Sam Tripoli that we reviewed. And he goes, you got to check this out. They lose their connection with their guest twice, right in a row, and it's all dead air that they could have easily have edited out. So I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. So I did. And he's right. It's all dead air. How the fuck am I going to play that on my show and have that be fun for people? It's just, it's dead air. So anyway, that's the cringe of the week. <laughs> Tinfoil head had dead hair. <laughs> it's not, not a good example of a cringe of the week moment, people. Just so you know, when you're sending yours in, something that we can actually listen to would be helpful. <laughs> All right, Doug, you still have clips on here, buddy. What do we got going I on? I do. So, so what we could do, we could make this whole next segment the cringe of the week. Oh, okay, perfect. All right. So I, I was introduced to a new podcaster or... Let me rephrase that. I was newly introduced to a podcaster who's been around for a while. Okay. Uh, this is from Dave from Man Brain and Jody B. This They call this guy Black Todd. Okay. So he's got Todd tendencies is what you're saying. Uh, quite a few of them. He's Good. I think he's probably in his 30s or 40s. He's a virgin. Ooh. He's a, I think he hates black people, and I think he <laughs> hates white people. Okay. Is, On he, his Twitter, is he one of those two things? Is he a black person? Yeah, he's Black Todd, so yeah. he's okay. So his Twitter is, I think it's like Anthony X or something, where he, he racism hot takes that have nothing to do with this show, and then a whole bunch of shit that is just listen to my show and I'm ugly and women don't like me. It's it's a whole fucking mess. So he's an incel too. Yes. Okay. But so I want to run through what one of his episodes is like. And I, I just have this feeling that you're going to pick up on, you're going to at least revisit him one time. Okay. You're calling your shot. I like it. Okay. So number 18, this is his intro. And I think it's a good intro to the show. It's called complete player podcast. Okay. Hey everybody. Uh, this is Anthony Wilson uh, with a brand new intro uh, for the complete player podcast. Uh, for more than 100 episodes and now I've been saying hey everybody it's me again this is Anthony well, that's out of the window and I'm not numbering the podcast I mean I'm not I still know the numbers to the podcast but I'm not going to include the numbers in the podcast because I'm trying to uh, reset you know um, and go in a different direction with the show because you know uh, the first uh 112 episodes where it's, you know, such a failure. Uh, and I'm trying, you know, I really don't want to fail at podcasting. You know, that's what I've been doing for the last six years. 
He seems oddly self-aware. I don't know. That's not very Todd-like. We can bail on this at any time. I've got yeah. quite a few clips from his show. No, I, I like his energy. Don't get me wrong. He's obviously going to be a very successful podcaster someday. I think we've discovered someone here. Okay. Um, number 19. Okay. By the way, is there is there a specific topic to the show? Or is there like a theme to it? He said he's changing directions. So that number 19. Okay. I'll explain it a little Perfect. Bit. Great. You know, we were talking. We're going we're gonna to review. We're not. I mean, not review, but you know, take a look back at the forty-year-old version today. But before we do, you know, I just, well, I just have something to say to the U.S. government. <laughs> today we're going to review a really funny movie. You guys are going to love it. Steve Carell's great in it. But first, listen here, fucking Trump. <laughs> what? Okay, so it, it is a thirty-six-minute episode. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to jump around a little bit. So okay. keep in mind that it is the 36-minute episode, yep. and this this was pulled at 18 minutes in, number 24. Okay. Much. But we're we're almost we're 18 minutes into the podcast now, almost. <laughs> we still haven't gotten into the review. <laughs> okay. It was all it was all conversations about stimulus checks and how bad he needs a stimulus check. Oh, that's fucking um, awesome. His credit score. His his co-host credit score, how much they've raised their credit cards, uh, how they can't make their credit card payments because they can't work. He's an out of work actor. Oh, he's an actor. Yeah, oh, and a director. This this. <laughs> uh, so I, I got to jump around a little. bit. I know what I you're going through right now because you have all of this information about this guy. You're trying to figure out how to get it out there in a sequence that makes sense. I've been this way too about a show where I'm like, oh shit, what do I, why don't I even start with this? You know, you have a gold mine. You're like, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> uh, here we go. Yeah. So this is him talking about, he is, he is a filmmaker. He has made a film. Okay. And he's hoping to get it on Amazon Prime number 31. Okay. Is that how that works? Let's. <laughs> I often think about when I did Jason and Julia, we were talking about the that's my short film that I did that I'm still after like three months trying to get on Amazon Prime Video. And I think about how when I did that movie, I didn't tell those two young actors that I was, um, that I was, cut, I was long going to be shooting on my phone. <laughs> he hired actors and then shot a movie with his phone. Is that what I'm hearing? That's what you heard. <laughs> he wants to get this on Amazon. Huh? All right. I'm sure Bezos will take a call with him. Uh, I'm sure Kevin Smith will fund him. It's right along the same lines of how he got started. Right. Well, you know, I have uh, uh, one degree of separation now, so let me know if I can help. Uh, number 20 is his co-host jumping in with his answer. His co-host is also a dumb fuck. Uh, his answer to how to stop the delay in the stimulus checks arriving to Americans. Okay. Yeah, I had, I had a suggestion for Wilson. I said, why can't they you go on their website? Just like you can go on the IRS website, you you ask for your stimulus check, you put in your social security number, you put in your bank information, and bam, you get your direct deposit. Simple as that. I don't know if you're aware or not, Carl, but that might set up people for problems with identity theft. <laughs> you think? <laughs> oh, it's fucking. I, I uh, the so, co-host thing is throwing me for a loop. I, I thought this guy was just doing this thing solo. What's it called? Players Club? What's what's the name of the show? I I, I knew you were gonna be interested. I'm interested, Com- man. Complete what? player Complete Player Podcast. Complete player podcast. 
It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we're, we're not we're not done yet. Yeah, okay. Let's let's keep it going uh, then. Uh number 23 is so I think this guy spends a lot of time at home by himself as as you read through his Twitter and all that. Number 23 is him explaining why he likes to quarantine. But yeah, man, I just, you know, I just I just hope I But you know, like I was saying, you know, I really kind of like the quarantine because you know, it puts everybody else basically in the position I, I'm in of just like, you know, not being able to go outside freely and you know, I take Uber everywhere and I'm broke and not having money yeah. and not having a job. I, I, all right. So <laughs> I have made this statement before that if you appreciate the quarantine, you're a loser because this sucks. And the fact that this guy admits that he is a loser and that's why he appreciates it, that it's like, yeah, fuck you. Now you guys see what it's like to be a loser. I got to give him credit for that. I'll give him props for admitting that he's excited that other people are suffering like he does. And and I would counter with, I think this is showing that he is not as self-aware as what you had originally thought. I, see, I don't know. I, that, that is self-awareness to say, I'm glad everyone else has to live this way. I have no money. I can't do anything. So you fuckers should have to do that too. I mean, maybe he'll shop his movie and it'll be, I'll be all right. But up until, you know, until then, he can't really do very much. So this is him getting started on they're finally getting ready to go into the talking about the 40-year-old virgin. Okay. So number 25 tells you how he how he used to do movie reviews. Every every show that the title of every show is a movie review. You know, uh let me rephrase that. The title of every episode is the title of a movie that they're going to review. And this is even going back to the first 100 or so episodes, right? As as far back as I looked, yes. Okay. Okay. But they're all about 40 minutes long, and there's typically maybe three to five minutes discussion about the movie. And then it's all black people bad or white people bad, depending on which color he is that day. Interesting. Okay. So number 25. Uh, what I'm going to do, Galvin's asked me not to read from the plot anymore. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my fire stick fired up here. Wait, a guy was telling him not to read the plot anymore? So it, it, I think what that I'll translate. Yeah, please. My, co- my, my co-host has asked me not to read from IMDb anymore. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. So what I have done is hooked up my fire stick to my TV, which is sitting across the room and I'm going to attempt to play clips. Oh no, <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. Okay, I, so, I thought so I was just going to try to watch the movie in real time and comment on it or something. All right. Le- leading into it. So remember he just said, my co-host has asked me not to read from IMDb. So mm-hmm. play number 26. I'm just going to play some clips in the background. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Uh, 40 year old version came out in <laughs> 2000 and let me see. Here. It was 2006. Yeah. But how long is it? Um, with Steve <laughs> Carroll and uh, Ramani Malco and Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so that was the setup to the movie review. Is his and energy goes, the same the entire episode? Does he only talk, does he only talk in that monotone voice the entire episode? Yeah, through the whole thing. Oh, I love it. Uh, so number twenty-seven is him hitting his stride with the uh, playing the clips. Version. All right, this first clip I'm gonna play. Hopefully, you can hear this. I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, Galvis, but the, the the people will be able to hear it. I hope. Uh, this is from the the poker scene 
when they realize that Anne B <laughs> is a virgin. <laughs> oh God, it's freaking ad. I wish I was. I have the basic. Uh, I have the basic YouTube account. I oh yes. I don't hear anything. Just you know. I mean, I'll just play it in the background because they probably can't even hear that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good setup that you got there. He, he thought that he would just play the movie and his microphone would pick it up and we'd all be compelled with that, huh? All right, so did did you pick up on his reaction whenever the word sex comes into the conversation? Yes. He, he gets that, that creepy giggle. Yep. All right, so number 28, he's trying to set up to play his next clip. Right. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully they can hear something. Um, but yes, yeah, this is the scene where uh, they're at the poker game, and you know they're they're trying to talk to Andy about sex. It's obvious that Andy doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you you said that this guy is also a virgin, right? Yeah. So he feels a need to think that that's funny. Like, oh, this this is part's great. He doesn't know about sex. <laughs> so the the. Okay. His co-host has has checked out by now. They quit talking about their stimulus checks. Yeah, they quit talking about their credit scores. He started playing clips that only he can hear. Right. Um, so number, I think his co-host name is Galvin. Okay. Uh, so he's asking him about a specific part in the movie, number twenty nine. <laughs> Galvin, do you remember that part? No. <laughs> Come on, Galvin. What's your problem? Oh, I thought you said, did you hear that part? I said, do you remember that part? No, yeah, where he's where he's going like he's going into detail and he's over the top about it. And, <laughs> and they're like, like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, Holy shit! It just made me think that I am Galvin when you said, "Did you hear Opie this week?" Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I I ended up taking I took the liberty of taking the entire 40-year-old virgin review and clipping it. It's number 37. I sped it up. Okay. I think the whole part of the, the movie when they're actually talking about the movie is is this right here. Right. He had a really, this is, you know, starting with, you know, like I said, we did Superbad. And Jedi Patel had a run of, you know, with the, uh, you know, the, the um, starting with Anchorman and then 40-year-old virgin and then Superbad. And, um, you know, and, and Seth had his own, uh, his own run um, with, uh, let me see here. Yeah, he had his run with, like, he did a 40 year old version knocked up and he played the cop in super bad. And he had Pineapple Express, he had Zach and me, Mary make a, a porno, uh, funny people, you know, Jim Carrey in the 90s when he was doing Ace Ventura and, and Liar Liar, you know, no, the cable guy. Yeah, Waterboy was Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison was in the 90s. And then Happy Gilmore was in the early 2000s. And then he did Waterboy, um, he did Mr. Deeds, he did Liar Liar, and then Liar Liar, no, sorry, Mr. Deeds, uh, he did a couple of, oh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy, that's what I'm talking about. Big Daddy's probably my favorite Adam Sandler um, yeah, he, that, yeah, he had a, he had a really good run. Will, Will Ferrell had a good run. Will Ferrell had a hell of a run. That's kind of how it goes, man. <laughs> so the, the, the entire movie review 
was had nothing to do with that movie. It was right. about every other what they called a comedy movie from from the nineties. Well, they were just throwing out people's names too. They're like, well, yeah, but what about Will Ferrell? Sure, he had movies too. Yeah, I remember that. What about Jim Carrey? Yeah, Jim Carrey. Let's see how many new movies we could name by Jim Carrey. How is this content? But it makes for good content, right? <laughs> oh, so that clip that we just played had to be like three minutes of a conversation, right? Three or four yeah. minutes long of yeah. them just rambling about trying to remember what movies people were in and maybe around what time they came out. All right. I'm, but, but I'm they, interested. I still don't know if they think the 40-year-old virgin is a good movie or not because they never really said. Well, he was giggling at the premise quite a bit, so I'm guessing he enjoyed it. All right. If you don't mind, I've I, I've got a couple more that I want to get through, and then we can be done with it. I don't mind, buddy. What do you got? All right. I want you to translate what number clip number twenty two. I want you to translate what he said. Okay. I'm going to listen real closely here. But do you think that? Do you think that we'll? Um, you think we'll get? You think that? But like what? Like if they just let you know, let everybody outside again. Um, but do you think that, do you, do you think, but well, do you think, uh, Nexus will let everybody outside again? <laughs> That's very fucking impressive, Carl. <laughs> that was close, right? What the fuck was he talking about? <laughs> and, and then I, I have an example that I, I don't believe that his co-host speaks African number 30. Okay. Do you know where these guys live by any chance? Uh, California, I believe. Cali, okay. You ever see the movie um, Blades of Glory? No, heard of it though. Okay, because there's a there's a what's the um what's the black dude's name in real life? Romani Malco. What? Romani Malco. Romani. Romani. Oh, okay. You still don't know what I said, do you? Yeah. Well, you also have a young... Oh, yeah, Romani Malco, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Is this co-host on every episode, you know? Uh, I think he's on most. I okay. know he wasn't on, I think, the most recent. They have a lot of chemistry, these two. Yeah, they're, they are <laughs> hitting, really, hitting their stride together. Really good back and forth. Uh, number 32, this is just... He just got done playing 20 seconds 20 seconds of a clip from the movie where you couldn't hear anything. It was 20 seconds of silence and then and this. Yeah, all right, Galvin. If I can tell you're bored out of your mind, I don't even know what you're doing over there. I can't hear anything in the background. I don't even know what's being played. What if they listen to this and they can't hear anything either? That would really suck. Anyway. Um, you don't even know if the the crowd is going to be able to hear anything. That would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? The crowd? The crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so these guys think they have listeners, obviously. And they think it's a crowd of listeners. Maybe so they have like funny. a listening party. People all get together in a stadium setting and check it out. It was out. funny that you picked up on that word because as I was listening to it, <laughs> when he came out of it, I was like, should I clip this? Should I not clip it? And then what if the crowd came here? <laughs> yep, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely made it all worthwhile. Because... I was trying to figure out when people put on shows like this that are obviously terrible. There's nobody who would think be proud of this work that they're doing. Do they think they have listeners or do they, are they just like, fuck it? Who cares? No one hears this thing anyway. That's what always fascinates me when they when they actually act like they're worried about how it's going to come out 
are people going to be able to hear this all right? Oh, geez, I, I don't know. No one's listening to this. What are you talking about? Who cares? So you, the one thing that you know is that he didn't, that, this sounds so stupid to say out loud. I don't think that he edits it before he puts it out. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> and and right. if he was worried about the crowd and how, what the crowd's <laughs> reaction would be, yeah. I would think that he would tighten it up where it's just silence of him watching a movie by himself. Are you going to tell me in a minute that he's making $23,000 about that Patreon? <laughs> just tell me now. What are we, what's going to be the big reveal on this one? And he's worth $21 million. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I've only got two more. This one, yeah. I don't even remember what it is. It's I've got it labeled as Black Todd has the exact same work ethic as White Todd, number 33. If you guys knew how much trouble and time and effort he puts into his show, then, you know, you guys would appreciate it even more. Yeah, I haven't put any um, effort into the actual episodes, but I put a lot of effort into promoting. <laughs> and by that, he means he tweets about it, right? I think that last part right there could might be a, a good ISO for you. That's pretty good. What? Uh, how many uh, Twitter followers does he have? Uh, I think about fourteen hundred, roughly. Oh, so he's probably following three thousand. Then is what that usually means. Uh, let's see. It's Anthony X. He's got eighteen hundred fifty-three followers, and he's following twenty-five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how you know. It's always that ratio where you know if people actually give a shit about him or not. If you just follow enough people, a certain number of people will just follow you back because they're being nice. The, okay. The, the great thing about it is is if you checked out his Twitter, there is zero interaction. Zero. Oh, right. That's what I mean. Eight hundred followers is enough that you should get like I don't know a dozen or so likes on a tweet. Oh yeah. And then the I don't want to jump over to that. I'll, I'll just I could spend all day looking at his Twitter. It is fucking fascinating. Okay. Uh, the the last one is him talking about him him promoting his podcast number thirty four. From Tuesday to Thursday last week, I promoted the episode seventy six times, and it had only twelve down twelve plays, twelve downloads. <laughs> so he tweeted seventy six times in two days. <laughs> Listen to my show. He hey, does, you guys listen to my show? He puts a lot of listen work into it. <laughs> That's amazing. Interesting. Leave me alone. I'm, wor- I'm working on promotion. <laughs> but I, again, though, I got to give him credit because the, the self-awareness is there. And I know you put a lot of work into the show. Oh, no, I don't put any work into the show. I just promote it a lot. Right. I mean, I give him credit for that. <laughs> the guy literally couldn't even pull clips and figure out how to run them so that people could hear what the clips were. Which is the stupidest idea. Anyway, why would you play clips of a movie everybody's seen? Just so you could giggle? Wasn't that scene great? Yeah, it was great. All right. Well, Doug, thank you for that, buddy. Thank you for introducing us to that gentleman who I've already forgot his name. Anthony X on Twitter is all I remember. Black Todd. Black Todd. I will uh, definitely look into that a little bit more. That sounds good. All right. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing on next week's episode of WATP. It's going to sound a little something like this. Angeles. It's the PHP. 
Why, hello and welcome to the PHP. My name is Booker. That is Perez. How are you? I feel like I almost, almost went on vacation. This is the Perez Hilton Podcast, the PHP. A suggestion that came in from Michael Lee. And Michael, I'm sorry we haven't gotten to this. He's been suggesting it for years, nonstop. We're going to get to it next week, and we have a uh, guest co-host next week who's never been on the show before. So that's all very exciting. Doug, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, for doing all of the work to introduce us to a new lolcow, and for actually listening to that terrible show, Ear Biscuits. Talk about uh, where people can find you on the interwebs. Who's right? Podcast.com. Uh, come over, check us out. We typically try to have a pretty good time. For sure. And you guys do uh, a lot of live shows. You have an active Discord. You're up on the YouTubes, I believe. Yeah, you can find all them links at uh, at the website. Awesome. Well, Doug, I always love talking to you, and I always appreciate you coming on the show. Do you want to tell us what the fuck happened? You and Kaya put together some type of package for episode 200, supposedly... You put together some type of package for episode 200 that you then deleted. Do you want to just come clean? Because I have a theory that, that nothing was ever produced. Why would you? After all the fucking work that I've done to, to help to help every time that I come on this fucking show. Oh, the the hours. Hurt? What's that? Are you hurt by my accusation? <laughs> I, I think I think what they say is if somebody starts getting loud and defensive for no reason. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Well, it's great to be here, everybody. Thanks. I'm, I, I had a good time. All right. We'll definitely stick around because um, we'll be back after this quick uh, outro. Uh, please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. This dude is mm. fucking corny. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great Bullshit. job, everyone. Vagina stitches in her. You're not charismatic. Fuck you. There be no laughs. None. Don't say shit for attention. What the fuck? You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Reviews, reviews, reviews with Vic. Vic, have you met my friend Doug? Uh, yeah, I think I have. The subreddit hates him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you for reminding me about that. I have a post. Doug, did you see that post in our sub? <laughs> I have not, but I'm interested. Oh, cool. good. Can you read it for us, Vic? Absolutely, Carl. Glad oh, to. Honestly, one of the least funny people to come on the show. He has no talent. He has no personality. He has always subtracted from the show, and he's an intention whore. You hear that, Doug? I think they're talking about Doug from Good Times, Great Movies. No, it's, no, it's very specific. Right, <laughs> it's very um, specifically about you. I meant to send this to you. I forgot to. 
<laughs> um, this motherfucktard only brought a reasonable amount of clips once. Uh, I think over a hundred, which honestly kind of fucking ruined the show anyways. Um, Wait, and it uh, seems since that he has been blowing Carl off. Carl told people to help Doug out when his house is even more full of shit than usual, and he rarely even shows that he's trying to make his show better. Uh, just that he wants more exposure. Carl asked Doug and Kaya to do something for episode 200 and was told last minute that nothing would be sent in. A funny bit from Kaya because people enjoy him and he has always fucked with Carl, but Doug has no excuse, really. We all shit on nice Doug, but we all know that he is a superior Doug because he can actually insult shit instead of uh, saying the same crutch words over and over again. Honestly, should, Carl should try getting his better guests out of the box and stick Doug back in his obese hidey hole. Was this from Nice Doug? <laughs> yeah, I know. That was fucking rough. Wow. No, that's a, I assume that that's from a listener of our show. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, do you have I any comments know. on your obese hidey hole? No, nailed it. I, like I said, I, I don't have any problems with it. Everybody's got their own opinion. This guy can go. I'm, I'm good with it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I would take credit. You sound a little defensive. Well, yeah. It's a it's apparent that that it, it was kind of full of shit. There's only there's only three times that I came with no clips. <laughs> That's only only half the time I've been on the show. And and I have to agree that coming with a hundred clips ruined it. Um, let's see. There's probably three other times. One time I think I did good. Then the two other times were fair to Midland. I don't know what the fucking problem is. That's great. Uh, so well written. I, I whoever that was, it wasn't me because it was too well written and funny. <laughs> was it Kaya? <laughs> it might have been Kaya. Uh, do you have any other reviews for WATP? Oh, and by the uh, way, absolutely. Doug, I should mention. I'm sorry, Vic, not to cut you off. I should mention that there were a number of people who uh, did st uh, stick up for you in the oh, thread. It, yeah. So for me not caring, I've been spending the last two minutes actively looking your subreddit trying to find this. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little ways down. <laughs> All right. That's a lot of work for your ham hands, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's hard for you to talk with that stupid smile on your face, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a busy bitch, I can't lie. Yeah. I see why people like Vic now. Yeah, they love her. <laughs> um, so someone had posted a review. You actually got quite a few in the past three weeks I've been gone. Okay. Um, so desperate need of TP. I've stumbled upon this podcast, hoping for some entertainment to lift me from my despair. What I found was an amateur clown that laughs at everything, including his own stuttering John-level jokes, and an inability to pronounce the simplest of words, me too, with a rotating cast of special needs guests. I appreciate him giving job opportunities to the 24-chromosome fill-ins. Upon my further listening, I realize the host's uh, voice causes violent, painful <sighs> diarrhea. I hope to make it to the bathroom in time, but the near ear piercing laugh of the host did my bowels in, and all hope was lost. Alas, in the end, the show put me in deeper uh, into a spiraling state of self destruction and ruined underwear. Thanks, Carl. Five stars. All right, that's a, that's a good review. A little lengthy, a little lengthy, but I like it. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You didn't cut her off when she was railing on me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then you got, like, quite a... I think you got, uh, five, six, uh, one-star reviews. What? Um, That's not my cool. My favorite one is distasteful. These guys drop hard R's, if you know what I mean. One star. <laughs> that is distasteful. <laughs> Uh-oh, retard alert! <laughs> retard alert, class! Yep. Um, so those are the only, uh, 
reviews I'll review this week because I've found that Fabulicious is looking to work at Panera during the night shift. Shut the fuck up. I fucking shit you not. I was like researching during the show earlier uh, and he said, he like posted, I applied to Panera Bread in uh, Maine and they asked if work before Panera. I say no. I lie. Before <laughs> manager hate me. I don't know why, but don't want them to find out. Have two video interview. What say? <sighs> so can you hire Fabulicious and get him a job? Um, I, I am the hiring manager. Right. So make it happen. I could make it happen, but, uh, you know... He he said, I thought they uh, could look up the 20-year history of, like, you know, a background check. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, if yes, I'm screwed. So I oh, really want to know me too. what happened. I want to know everything about Fabulicious. He's not here today. <sighs> wow. What a special boy. I still love world. him. Me too. He's my favorite Redditor by far. I yeah, got he'll s- replace me. I, got I some, love it. Oh, I hope so. I got some real, <laughs> real quick voicemails to get through. We're going to fly through this today. Here we go. Hey, Kyle. It's uh, Drunk Fucking Canadian calling. Long time, no call. I wasn't even going to make this call. Uh, I was going to wait a week because I thought somebody uh, else would call in and make the same point. I didn't want to fuck up your lines. But anyway, nobody did, so I thought I had to point it out. And, uh, yeah, I haven't been calling lately because I'm back to work because I'm a very important fucking member of society and, uh, you guys wouldn't know anything about that. No, I just kidding. I just smoke weed and cut grass. Anyway, the reason I'm calling in is because Crows last week, he uh, was criticizing that podcast because they played what? A fucking Jeopardy noise? No, they played a Price is Right noise. And he started screaming about how they were Canadian. They wouldn't know what that is. Crows, do you, have you ever, do you know anything about Canada, bud? We don't have like some, it's not some alternate timeline. We watch the same shit you watch, you fuck. I've been watching Price is Right since I was fucking four. What do you think we watch at 12 o'clock in the afternoon? We, we have the privilege of watching your guys' fine program. We're Canadian. You ever watch a Canadian show? It's fucking garbage. Jesus Christ. The only pedophiles in Hollywood can make good content. Everybody knows that. We're too nice to make fucking good shit. Anyways, that's it. Also, Carl, how do you let that pedophile come in your house? Don't you feel weird about, like, a pedo looking around your thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just kidding, but not really. Okay, bye. So, Zoo pointed out to us, who's also Canadian, that Price is Right does play in Canada, and I told that to Crozier at band practice, and he was blown away by this information. He's like, but how would they know what the value would be for the products in Canada? He didn't, he's like trying to do the math and he's like, they got to convert it to U.S. dollars? Like, I don't think people care that much, Coach. All right. Hey, Carl, this is Kaya. Uh, I just want to say stop calling me or stop texting me. Uh, I don't want to be on the show no more. Okay, bye. All right, Kaya. I'll stop texting you. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you, I don't have any energy! Fuck you! I'm the one who complained about big last week! Fuck you, did you, bro? Alright, call me back. I got one other thing to say. I was on a bad report! Damn, fuck it. Dickhead. What? Uh, what? I don't know. All energy, he no He brings substance. up a good point. Well, yeah, what was that? I don't know, Carl. Do you think you're going to turn into a transgender because you let Digibro into your house? <laughs> well, I didn't let him touch His any surfaces. are everywhere. I didn't let him touch any surfaces. My wife was following him around with the spray can. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
Lee Langsalda's face. Uh, last one. Hey, Carl. I have a friend who really likes the Peapod, and he's told me something super weird. Uh, um, he said that to really get into it, he knows he wants to know how long your dick is. That's that's crazy. I, I think he might be gay. I'm, I'm not gay. He He's the gay one. Uh, yeah, he said that he really needs to think about how big you are and uh, Kaya is and <sighs> Doug. Uh, anyway, uh, please, uh, could you just tell him and us that, uh, I mean, him, that not me? Uh, oh, my God. Doug, you want to go first? I am proud to say that I no longer piss on my own balls. That's the information <laughs> that I'll give. Okay, very good. I can tell you that Kaya is seven and a half, and I am four. So there you go. By the way, we didn't even promote the Peapod. This is our other venture that we do together, Doug. Yeah, that was the only reason I came on here was Fuck. exposure for that. You know what's funny, too? I was, I was actually going to pull clips from the Peapod to remind people that it's out there and show them some of the great content. I know, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to do that. Why did I make a note to myself? All right. One, next time you're on, we got to play clips for the Peapod because there's so much great content over there, guys. If you're not going there, anchor.fm slash Peapod. It's where you hear Kaya, myself, Doug, and... Guest celebrities piss on a podcast. It's really fantastic. So we, I think we need to have an offline conversation about some of this Peapod money that I'm, I keep waiting for the truck to back up to my house and drop it off. <laughs> Dude, but. we have so much money. I, I'm worried that we're going to have a falling out between the three of us because we're going to start fight, like uh, call her daddy style fighting about all this money <laughs> and how it gets split up. Uh, I know we got to pick charities too to donate some of it too. So we'll have to figure that out. All right. Well, hey, uh, Doug, thanks again, buddy. Thanks so much for coming on the show and for spending some time with our friend Vic and me. Yeah, thank you, Carl. Uh, Vic, thank you for coming in hot. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely, you sack of shit. Lose some weight. <laughs> that was clever. You know, I haven't even heard that one. I, so I can tell that, that <laughs> it's, it's just weird that when you talk, you you can see your smile when you're talking. It's a really weird thing. I can't help it, dude. Carl does the same shit. You fucking don't think I've called him out for it? Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. I've never listened to you talk before. It's just, it's 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 actually irritating. <laughs> Thank you. That's my charm. That is your charm. It's very irritating All for right. people. <laughs> All right, Doug. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, and, guys. And Vic, thank you so much for coming on and reading reviews. Don't forget to read uh, more shitty one-star reviews if uh, if they're funny. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. Me. You guys should all just kill yourselves. <laughs>